I'm curious to know how this has relevancy, right? Like we're, we're talking about Danielle Cohn. That's what yeah. we've been chatting about. Yeah. And, and this story of how children in the industry are being fucking capitalized on and abused and, and monetized in ways for no one's gain but the parents, it seems, um, such as Jen. Let's just so jump if, into it then. Yeah. Um, basically, um, I started dating someone who was big. I ended up taking Jen's car because um, Danny said that her mom said for us to go get Chick-fil-A. We ended up going, um, we got in a huge car accident, um, going like probably 80 miles per hour on they a regular street. Clearly not where they were oh said that they were supposed to be. We rushed to the scene of the accident. I mean, I'm sick, I'm with worry. Things are going through my head. Oh my gosh, I'm my judgment my as a parent, what's wrong with me? Um, you know, I here I was told they were just going to McDonald's. At this time, I'm still yeah. 15 too. Right, right. He's he's a like he he was yeah he was still a little boy, but here's the thing, and this is this is what started. This is where it begins. This is what starts the manipulation. Michael Wiest is a social media entrepreneur, a producer with vast experience in the recording and documentary world. He represents influencers who have a combined total of more than 400 million followers. He also worked with Danielle Cohn for some period of time. What's up guys, it's Danielle here. Welcome back to my channel. I'm back with another video this week. So many issues here, child porn, the exploitation of children for financial gain, attracting predators to watch, and creating drama and harm to a child. Danny, show them your, your body so they can be quiet. I hadn't done so much research about Danielle. I didn't know that there was so many people had opinions about this young woman because the one thing that I will say is that Danielle is a sweet girl. Well, I'm gonna leave Nashville. And I'm like, is that what you want? We just had a whole different conversation. She's like, no, I, I wanna support my mom. I think that she needs, I, I should be able to provide for my family. And I'm like, your mom just literally convinced you that you're supporting your family and that that's the right thing to do. And your heart's so big that you, you think that that's the right thing to do, but it's in reality, your mom is manipulating you. That is what breaks my heart. You know, they don't really have a lot of proof for me because I just, I just don't care. Like, I really, I know deep down, like, what goes on in my life. And yeah, exactly. The only really thing that matters is that I know and the people close to me know, so yeah. I really don't care what the internet thinks. Get to the scene of the accident i'm very upset um they had left all the kids on the street the ambulance and police like showed up and they just left us and a, a huge suv t-boned them these are all kids well we t-boned the suv but our car was crushed and they the yes SUV it was, was fine he, and yeah. all these kids yeah. are on the street correct yeah. and to me i understand that you know maxo and um kind of they're older but to me they're all still kids sure and I I was irate. I was furious. Um, I called nine one one back because they had sent the ambulance away. I said, "Come get these kids right now and get them to the hospital." Uh, she said a lot more than that. <laughs> I did, baby. I, I Mama did. Bear yes, the, yeah. some choice words came out. Um, and then so we so now fast forward. We're at the hospital, and we're at the hospital. And you're the only adult parent on site. Um, Jen is with me. Okay. Harry Tang is with me. And then eventually, um, <laughs> eventually, Indiana Masara's mom, Julie, who's my dear friend, shows up at the hospital later on. Okay. Um, to meet us there because I, you know, just with some support. Yes. And my brother ended up going to uh, Indies, right? Um, and mm -hmm. he and he he oh, came. Yeah, he, he he did come to. At that night, so, um, so at this point, we're in we're in this the hospital. We're trying to get everyone checked in. We're trying to get things taken care of. Danielle, at this point, um, I don't want to release her medical information, but you know she had um, she had some injuries that were um, a little more serious. Okay, and I was her mom was like, come up to the 
you know. I'm sure Jen was frazzled too. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And from one mom to another, all I cared about is just that they, all the yeah. kids were taken care of and that they were getting checked out. And, um, you know, we go up to give her medical information. So this is where it begins. They ask her age. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And the answer? And the answer was... Uh, 13. Um, 13, right? No. No, no, no. She... No, no, no. So you were 15. So she was 13. Yeah, yeah, so she was 13. I remember it saying it on the bracelet. So, yes. so she said she was 12 or 13. Well, no, no, that's what her mom had told. The mom had get, her, told the doctors that. Yeah, the mom had told the doctors um, basically that she was born in 2004. And you overheard this. I was right there. I was. Yeah, right, and also it printed out like on a her, bracelet. On her bracelet. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Everything. So this is where the manipulation started. Because now I always look back and at that moment. Up, she ended up posting it too. Yes, and I actually, that moment always sticks in my mind because people are like, Katie, how could you have not noticed? You know, you meet people all over and they're like, you know, as a mom, you should have been able to notice these things. And, you know, people always want to blame someone, right? right? And it's fine. Um, But I'm like, if you had been in some of the circumstances, like in the situations that I had been in with this family, you would have believed it too because no mom would ever put their child in harm's way. Right, right. And for this particular injury, giving her proper age was necessary. Was absolutely necessary to her healing. Surgery could have been involved. Like, like it yeah. was, it was very, it was scary. Got it. And so that moment always sticks in my mind, and I was right there for the whole entire thing. So. But they're not dating at this time. Nope. You're just a, a, a bystander. We were just a we were just and a fucking party of it apparently. Right. Well, and obviously that. So Daniel was sitting in the center of the back seat and no seat belt on, and my mm-hmm. arm is like wrapped around her, and I literally like it happened in slow motion. She was like flying out the windshield, and, and he I, I like grabbed like ripped her back into the seat, and, and I, then she and hit her head, and she also had a concussion. Wow. She like hit her. And head when I showed up at the the accident. I knew right then and there. I knew that my son was going to date her. So you saved her life in that moment. Basically, yeah. If you would have seen them together in that moment, I don't know. Uh, I just knew. As a mom, I just knew. And I thought, oh, God, he's totally in love with her. <coughs> and you, what was going through your head at this point? Um, Fear? I was just scared. Yeah. yeah. He's young. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I have, like, a video of us, like, at the, the doctor, like, after the ambulance ride or whatever, and it's like Danny like holding her collarbone, and I'm like mm. holding Danny's hand, and my brother's like making fun of Danny, like trying to probably be a yeah, humorous yeah, support. Yeah, I don't yes, have it, it, yeah, Jojo, yeah, make, yeah, Jojo's heart to the right spot. He's just humorous, but I knew right then and there, and I seen, I seen the way that they looked at each other, and Mikey. At that moment, I was 100% right. Mikey never wanted to leave her side. And that's a scary moment for two kids to go through together and then also have no one to be able to connect outside of that. I'm sure, you know, you both just... And I wasn't close. Like, I don't know Kano or Max very well. I've known them for, like, a day probably at this point. And then Chad, like, I know Chad, but, like, we're not, like, you know, buddy-buddy. So fast forward, I'm assuming everything in the hospital works out. Everyone's fine. Okay. Um... What is the moment in which your relationship began? Right yeah. then, not that at that yeah, accident scene. That accident <laughs> did she ask you out that day, or did no. you ask her out? No. When did it become official? Because remember, they that. were still at that point. Honestly, there was still some loose ends. I think with Sebastian, right? Because he actually, with his mom, um, they yeah, were at Disneyland. He, like, ended up, he ended up like coming over after the accident. Let's move but past he, the accident. But he, but he Plus also, uh, he he had actually showed up to the hospital as well just to check on her, uh-huh. and so as did his mom. So then, yeah. at that point, I think they were working oh, yeah, through yeah. what they need, like ending that situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm telling you, when I seen them at the accident scene, I I just knew those two were they were inseparable. At that I mean, point. yeah, and I'm sure you can recognize that in your son, um, and seeing that, and you know, it, it's interesting that that situation happened because Danielle said the exact same thing to me. The exact, I said, "How did you guys start dating?" And she said, "I fell in love with him the day he saved my life." Yeah. And I'm sure for her, looking at now what I know, 
she had probably not actually seen love really in a way like that, you know, or, or even like someone caring about her to that level. No, yeah, um, it was definitely like some straight out of a movie shit. Oh, I believe it. Like. <laughs> what what moment, I guess... Mikey sh- never wanted to leave her side after that. I mean, literally, Mikey just... Yeah. The both of them, was, and I could see the way that, that she looked at him. I like, I like... Like, literally the day before the accident, my mom... We were on our way home, because we, we had been helping them for like about two days now with the whole moving, and we were leaving her place, and my mom, I was interested in another girl at the time, but like, Dane was like just a friend, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom like talked to me. She was like, you, you know, you like you can't have both of them. Like, and I was like, it's well, not how it works. <laughs> well, right? Why not? You know, you're trying to teach a so, young man. Uh-huh. And I, and everything that I was starting to see with Danielle and in like being a little more inside of her personal life. If I'm being honest, I, you know, I asked Mikey to really take some time to think about it. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> in a way that's like. Think about what you're doing, you know, yeah. but also allowing them to make their own mistakes, I think, is important. Right, yeah. because I can't, I'm not going to choose who my children love. You can. And um, and if you tried, it would you'd be, be gin. Right. <laughs> I, but I just knew, you know, that it was going to be, it was going to be interest, an interesting yeah. road. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So what happens next? How does Mikey and Danny begin? So. How does Manny my, start? My, it's June 10th, so two days before my 16th birthday. Um, I'd gone over to her house, or she had like told me like she had planned something for me, and I she wanted to plan for a little surprise yeah, birthday party at her house. For yeah, Mikey. surprise, but I didn't really know much about for it. For his sixteenth birthday. Okay. But little did she know, I was planning on asking her out, whatever. Um, so like before, I'm like, Mom, can you can you stop at Vaughn's or Ralph's or something so I can get her like a dozen roses or something, and then. And the day I before, had like, he had made me take him to Build-A-Bear. Yeah, and the day oh. before, I went to Build-A-Bear. Build and, and he then, built her a really cool bear, and he voice so recorded. Like, it yeah, was very that, sweet. It was all him. Very yeah, sweet. Um, so I walk into the house. It's a big surprise. Everyone's there. Like, Taylor Holder, Zach Clayton, Edwin, Jordan Jones. I yeah, think they, a there. lot. Of, everybody was like there. All the at, the like, early days. At, at this time, it's like these are all – like. Now I'm like I've been on social media. Danny has posted me after the car accident. Um, we went to Hotel Roosevelt. Um, like all this shit. Like <clears throat> you guys been hanging I'm, out. I'm, I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm people kinda, know what's coming. People right, people right, kind of right. are starting to get it. So I'm starting to gain on social media. But after um, he asked her out. Yeah. So hold you, on, you hold asked on, her out at on, the party. Hold on. Yeah. So I walk into the house. Big surprise. Boom. I'm like. I'm like walking up to all my friends. I'm like, yo, I'm about to ask her out. Like, like I didn't know this was happening. Whatever. She was so little. She and was so little. I ended up like getting twelve of my best friends at the time to, um, well, eleven to each person like handed her a rose. Oh like, wow. Walk and I had like music playing and I, I was the last person to give her a rose and I gave her the build a bear and I asked her out. Whatever. At your she birthday. Said, yes, she said yes. Um. And then, yeah, I would, say, I would say, I would say, like, happen. an hour after somebody posted it, I had a hundred thousand followers. Really, in so one week, in one week, he gained from thirty to three hundred thousand followers from publicly dating Daniel. Two, yeah. two, two hundred thousand. How did that make you feel instantly? My I know that you had thoughts. Started going crazy. My mom's like, "What the." I'm like, at this point, I've been privately dealing with some medical issues and I, things were getting worse and I was trying to hide it. And, um, I remember laying in bed and a few people had called and they were like, one in particular that like, um, that I remember is Harry Tank called and he was like, congratulations. I'm like, congratulations. I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> he was like, call my mom and like, congratulate Harry. Oh, Harry. Yeah, you know, I love Harry. He's, he's very sweet, but he's like, oh, congratulations. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, Mikey's gained 200,000 followers. And I'm like, I didn't realize people were this obsessive at this point. I'm like, what? And yeah, wake up call probably. It yeah, was. It was a little sure. bit overwhelming for Even me. F- like for me, like I was just like, like what? What is going on? It was what like an overnight just this? boom. Hmm. And and I and, like, and I, I want to make this very clear. Before me and Danny's relationship, like like I said, we got into the car accident, whatever. When when we like knew like 
eventually something more was going to come of our relation, like of our friendship. I told her, I was like, if I were to ever like ask you out or we were to ever be a thing or anything, I would never want it to be on the internet. Um, yeah. So I you told had told her, her that well, prior. We, we had, I told that to Jen. I told, yes. and she would, she would try and get me in her TikToks and I'd be like, nah, I'm a, or mm. musicallys and I'd be like, nah, I'm okay. How'd you feel when it wasn't? But it became when, public when it was no longer um, private. I think that that's. I definitely, shock. I definitely was shocked. I was, I was definitely frustrated, hundred um, percent. Like did, I know, did some part I know, of you feel excited or like oh, definitely, to the instant definitely, definitely. You know, I, it was cool. It was yeah, cool. I'm sure. I Who doesn't like, want to gain three hundred thousand followers? Yeah, I was like, well, I was like, that's. Careful what you ask for. I was like, that's <laughs> sick. Right. But this was my, like, I knew. What I I knew what I came out to LA to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I knew me associating my name with her um, was not the best decision for stuff like acting. Immediately, and... I'll be I'll I'll, I, I'll step in for a second and okay. say it. So immediately, um, Mikey, I didn't really, I hadn't done so much research about Danielle. I didn't know that there was so many people had opinions about this young woman because the one thing that I will say is that Danielle is a sweet girl. She is a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. She's really sweet and she's kind of quiet into herself. Mm -hmm. Like, but she can be very kind and Mm -hmm. loving. She does have a big heart, yeah. Yeah. And gentle. I've seen her at her worst and I've seen her at her best. She's a really, really, really decent human being. I agree. Especially back then. I mean, I I even tell Carlos, like the other day I was like, I miss Danny. I wish Jen wasn't crazy. Like I, I literally, she, Danny's a sweetheart who just is a product of her environment. I think, and you can't. Sometimes you can't help that. You can't. But she, so when they started dating, it was very interesting because I actually got a phone call from Mikey's um, agent at the time. Okay, I got dropped and instantly. Um, not instantly. The first, the first thing that happened was they were in talks. Um. For him to be on Brat. Yeah. Okay. Which. Back when Brat was just kind of starting. Right. And I mean, but at the time it was something that they were. It was an opportunity. They had, they were in talks about. Yeah. So they had called me and said because of his association with Danielle that he would not be doing Brat ever. No, no, no. Something crazy. So what what happened in your head? This is something that I've never actually said, but um, I actually, I actually was talking to. Annie LeBlanc. I know that name. Situation. We had a deal with Nike and she was there. Oh, yeah. So so before Danny, I was like call, like FaceTiming Annie and like my was brother like, was like hanging out with her and I was like she's, hanging she's, out with her. They're sweet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do really love her family. And she's, I mean, I haven't spoke to her in years. But she's so when sick. you get that call and you lose your agent, I'm sure you as a mom. Well, he like, didn't what? lose his agent at first. He okay. just lost that. The brat deal. Yeah, the brat, brat deal. And I was just like. Okay, well, you but, know, at this point, I was like, I was naive, why? and I was like, exactly, was like, why? And they didn't really elaborate, except for that his association with Danielle would, that's what would happen. So then you knew there had to be something wrong with Danielle. Right. Yeah. Or and, her image, or... Correct, and I mean, I had already seen red flags, <coughs> but I thought these, this was just something where, you know, it wasn't this serious. I thought that, you know, there was some parenting issues, but I didn't think that it had escalated into the industry. Yeah. And so that was a little, that was a little odd for me. And I, at that point, you know, I'm always going to support my children. Also, we had talked about not having relationships online because this was starting to get to be a popular thing that I had noticed online. Like a trend. The, yes. Yeah, and, and then, and, but in the end, like, it's like one person wins. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Like one person and wins. And else, I, I personally think that that's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. But also, the one thing that we had talked about was your real life should be personal and private. It's your real life. Correct. It shouldn't have to be out there for public. So there was this transition. So I was like, you know what? Mikey is nuts about Danny at this point. And she always seemed very sweet. So I'm like, you know what? Well, they're lost. Yeah. You know, um, I and, and I respect their decision, and now I completely understand the decision. There was never any hard feelings. I, you know, I didn't, I just thought, okay, well, opportunity's gone. There's a million other opportunities out there. We just keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And Mikey's happy. 
yeah she everybody seems happy so but there there definitely is a turn at this point where we start <clears throat> things start changing and yeah, they change was, very rapidly i was literally after i asked danny out i spent every single day with her for that was months. Gonna be, when did i start getting serious months, immediately months. so it was instantly was yeah, hot yeah. and heavy i'm it was i was with every, i was with her every single day and what was that lifestyle like because you are trying to I push was, him in my, one direction my I'm mom sure. my mom was actually back in um like from what i remember my mom was back in seattle like after i asked her out i think like a month later two months later she go ended up going back to seattle to get work like health work done mm -hmm. and my uncle bubba was out here and like i was literally like like fighting with my uncle to like let me go over to her to danny's house like because he wanted to be there so so for me again we went from mikey being a little bit sheltered never left and now i still would go over with him to the house because i wasn't going to leave him and i there were still rules in our life yeah. he still had to do his schoolwork he still had to go to his expensive acting classes and dance classes and all the things that we were providing for him because these were not things that you know you have to do what you have to do in our home, and then you can do what you want to do. As y Yes, and you're probably trying to teach that value to your son. Right, and remember, I am now, he's turning into a young man, mm -hmm. and, you know, his dad and his grandpas and his uncles, they're not just right there to help. He's got his, his 16, he's driving probably. Uh, he's not driving. I didn't um, realize since I was 18. He mm. didn't start driving until he was 18, but he's it, things were different. Yeah. And he just wanted to be with Danielle all the time, and then it went it went very quickly to, can I, I miss my not, acting class? Yeah. And I was like, And you were okay with that because you're happy in a relationship, was, yeah. and you're not... Probably but, mature enough to see that sacrifice and understand the value. Yeah, but also like, like, at this time I like, okay, so I started spending the night with her after the car accident. Like that I'm was, sure she wanted she, you there. She like begged my mom. She was like, "Can you guys please?" Because I was gonna go to the Masaro's house, and she like begged my mom, and so my mom like gave in, whatever. Well, we had to um, hold on, hold on, <laughs> be careful with your words. I we had to actually be at an attorney's house. Uh, uh, there there yeah, was an attorney after because the car accident. Yes. like a settlement of some sort of well, yeah. insurance. Nick Swenson had actually said as yeah because it was yes there was a lot of things again that I didn't know about um, on Danielle's side. Um, you know she was supposed to go to her father's house. There was all this stuff, and we yeah. needed to get things handled right away. So we actually had a very early morning appointment to go to the attorneys now we didn't get back from the emergency room till probably three or four in the morning mm. it was very 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 and i was gonna stay at jen's um i think it was like five six in the morning it actually. was it was really yes it was very late and um i was going to stay there but there was really no room for me because danny and mikey just... couldn't move like they yeah. didn't sleep together they this they were you know my like i said injured Right, yeah. and at the end of the day, I'm telling you, like I said, as a mom, they were never they were never going to be separated after that accident. I'm sure, and I know how Danny tends to cling to anything that will give her love and affection because it's so missing in her life, which is tragic. Yeah, that's horrible. You were probably just instantly latched onto. Right, and she only lived a couple blocks from where I went and stayed at um, my good friend Julie's house. And so what um, I did is I was there first thing in the morning. We went to the attorneys. I mean, I hadn't even at this point told my husband about the accident. I was yeah. so petrified. I needed to get yeah. everything in line because he would have been on the first flight out there. I was Jeez. very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but he instantly, it turned into just, but Jen fuels Dude. it about them being together all the time. Jen fuels it. So yeah. at this point, Mikey, you know, he's 16 years old. He's dating this young lady. And I'm like, wait a minute. You've been over there now all day. I'm, you know, you're, we got to go home. Yeah. Or if he had a job, because in the beginning he was still going and doing everything he was supposed to yeah. be doing. But then as, as soon as we were done, I would go, we'd have to go to Danielle's. And so now they became my family. I'm yep. like, what is going on? This is insane. And you're I'm, trying to balance life and work and. Yes. And know. I'm like, I am not dating this family. And quite frankly, I didn't always love my time spent over there. Also, <laughs> I had another child and 
Jen isn't always so kind to the other children that yeah. are around. It's very much so centered on Danielle and the boyfriend. And I'm like, Danielle has a brother and jo and M Mikey has a brother. If we're going to go out to eat, we're all going to go out to eat. So I assume that's causing some conflict. Oh, a lot of it. Okay. A and lot of it. How do you deal with that? Do you bring it to Mikey and say, I've got a problem with this. This is not working. Listen, I'll tell you no, a couple of really, verbal. I'm very, I'm very, I'm great with my words. I tell you how I feel. If I'm uncomfortable with something, you're going to hear it straight out of my mouth. Um, there were times, one time I'll, we filmed early in the morning and we got done early. So I said, I think I might've even said, okay, let's go see Danielle, right? They hadn't been up yet. And Danielle started really sassing her mom. Mm. And um, I looked at Danielle and said, if you continue to talk to your mother that way, I'm taking Mikey and we're leaving. Danielle, I don't think was used to that kind of parenting. And sure not. she continued to sass her mom. And I then took Mikey and walked right out. How, I guess you didn't see how they reacted to it, but how did Mikey react to it? I was sad. He was sad, but he knew she better. Went, she went and got me a pair, my mom went and got me a pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. Um, because I just, I was seeing so many things that were driving me insane. Again, trying to balance what needed to get done. And then my son, my health stuff, I was trying to keep quiet. I can't imagine. And not trying to, I don't want to say I was trying to keep everything from my family and my husband, but... These were things that I was hoping that I could manage before having to let them know that we were dealing with this kind of yeah, stuff. No, I get it. And so um, Danielle always used to try to, I'm sh there were conversations later on that day where she'd be like, okay, you know, will you come back? And when I say no, no means no. Yeah. And I'm not going oh my to. God, I heard that so much as a child. Right, <laughs> wait, we can start fresh again tomorrow. Yeah. But no, today we're done. And um, there was a few times that, I would do things like that. I was always very vocal with Jen about the way that she interacted with her daughter, but it wasn't my it wasn't my business. But when you brought when you started dating my son and then we're always around. We're always around and you're you. doing it right in front of me, it becomes my business. And I assume that as you're vocalizing this and then, you know, Jen is probably going the opposite direction and yes. it's pushing you two apart. Not that you were ever really close, but that it, you know, caused immediate strife between you. Um, I believe Mikey will tell you that Jen thought it was tough. And yeah. did that make you feel pulled between yeah, Danny and your mother? Yeah, I definitely felt like sometimes I would have to like pick a side and like I hate having to do that. Like, I don't know, I'm just... How did you feel? Well, that breaks my heart to hear him have to say that because we always raise the boys you know from a very young age you know when you grow up and you get married or you're in a relationship you support that woman mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. support your wife you yeah but we're 16 but, years old so like, it was a little bit different trying to teach that and also let him make his experiences yeah mm -hmm. where it's like you don't want to be overbearing and you don't want to it's just at the end of the day what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong and so we did we had several conversations where mikey he understood. He's a good boy. He knows right from wrong. Yeah. But it doesn't make it not hurt any less. Did yeah. that make you guys butt heads a bit? A lot. My, yeah. And how did that affect like, your relationship with each other? Um, it grew um, harder and harder every yeah, day. Yeah, for sure. It, we, we've always been super close. My boys and I are very, very close. We have like a open line of communication but, about everything. And yeah, it was closing. Also... Also, like, my mom is sick. Like, she doesn't right. even have the energy to argue with me. So sometimes she would just be like, like, I can't even put up, like, I, and I would can't deal with you this. You being like, a young teenager probably is like, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just go do what you want to do in that moment because, yeah. well, that's what immaturity is. Yeah. Right. Like, in today's world, if I'm having a really bad um, day where I'm, you know, there's some days where I feel like I can't necessarily get out of bed. It can be hard. I mean, there's right. different things that trigger it. And... In today's world, now that Mikey is starting to return to Mikey and our life is back to, you know, whatever normal is, um, they will, you know, mom, what can I get you? Or how can I help? And they're very loving and they're gentle where there became a time and a point in the relationship where, you know, he was just, as long as he could push me to say yes, that's all that mattered.
Yeah. And I'm sure that took not only a toll on you, but your relationship. And I'm sure JoJo watching is probably like, how do I help? I mean, I mean, dude, this this is like, like my brother. It like came to the point where my brother literally moved back to Washington. Like, yeah, yeah I'm he, sure it's tough. He, he he thought that like, he was like, you know, everything. He would always have to be with me and Danny because my mom wanted to be with me to make sure no weird shit was going mm-hmm. on. Because there and were times... It, it literally yeah. ended up becoming, like, the Danny and Mikey show, and my brother was just, like, there, you know? Yeah, which... Like, kind of like how kind of yeah. like how Chad is treated. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my brother. And I'm sure, looking back, you probably feel all kinds of way about it, and that's tough. I think, you know, looking at the relationship now is, is probably healthy to do, um, but challenging. Yeah. And it, it it's challenging to have... You know, strife between you two. In the, in that moment, I guess, how did you deal with it? At what point did you officially denounce this relationship and say this is not okay? Like, because I know there was moments well, you could even get your son back. Well, okay, so all right, so three years ago, um, after I, so three years ago, during Christmas, we always would go back to Seattle for Christmas. We went back, and Danielle actually came, um, and the and the deal was that if Danielle was able to come out for a couple of days to Seattle with our family, that we had to send Mikey back for, for New Year's because it became this huge issue. Who would she kiss on New Year's Eve? Yeah. And it became, it was such a huge thing because <clears throat> at that point my husband had decided it's time. we have been apart too much as a family. He was moving out to California. So after Christmas, we were actually gonna drive back. Mm. And I ended up in the hospital for two weeks. Um, things got really bad for me medically, and our family was going through a tremendous amount of stuff. But again, who cares about what was going on in our life? It was all about Danny and Mikey. <coughs> and so um, Danny did come for a couple of days, and like two it, days, two it was days. two days or something. It was horrible. So did she spend Christmas with you guys? No. She just spent days, like the days before. Leading up. Yeah. The day we flew back the day before New Year's. Yep, they did, and that was and that was a deal. Not and, and I ended up in the hospital literally right after they left. My my poor family was heartbroken too I'm because sure. we had planned this whole trip to go up to the mountains. You know, Seattle or Washington State ski. is a gorgeous yeah. place, and we were stuck in a winter blizzard storm. And my parents were driving in front of us, and they had Mikey and Danny in the back because. My, my parents, these are their only grandchildren. They lived six houses away. They were essentially another set of parents. Yeah. Literally raised me and my brother. The fact. A lot. Like, raised me and my brother. Being this far away was, it was heartbreaking for them. They yeah. missed them. They're, that was the center of their whole, they're the center of their whole world. Yeah. And so Danny and Mike are in the back of the car and we're having to rush in the middle of a snowstorm to, to get back airport. to the airport because <laughs> we got to get back for New Year's Eve because, you know, Otherwise, Danny's going to have to break up with Mikey. Yeah. Mm, so that was the, that was the yeah. ultimatum almost. Yeah. It was the ultimatum. Yeah, and was. so he was devastated. Delvin was, was still working at this point, And he, you know, he's just finishing up his last few days before, you know, he leaves to go to California. And I end up in the hospital. Well, his dad put his foot down. After New Year's, his dad really put his foot down and said, you're flying back to Seattle. Mm. And Mikey was not happy, nor was Danielle. And he said, you know, your mom's really sick. Um, we're going through some stuff right now. And we, you will be here to drive with your mother and I and your brother back to California because dad's moving to California. Mm. And that's when everything changed. Because mm. not only did you have mom, you had dad. Mm. And when dad got here, that's when things got a little tougher. Yeah. yeah. How so? Just because dad isn't, dad's not sick. You weren't a single parent essentially anymore. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Dad, and dad is a hands-on dad. Yeah. And they love their dad so much. And, and he, he's actually a very sensitive man and he missed his boys. He felt like there's this big chunk of their lives that he was missing out on. He didn't, you know, he was so excited to take, Jojo was on Euphoria and he was so excited to take Jojo to Euphoria. He was so excited to, you know, he didn't. T- he didn't completely know all of the downfalls to the Danielle and Mikey situation yet. Season I kind of one, kept these things yeah. a Euphoria little bit quiet, and so he was a little bit shocked 
to say the least, but he wanted to be able to drop them off and all these things. Yeah. And he quickly learned that there was some issues. And did that, did it then become you two against Mikey? It became us against Jen. Okay. So, so you recognize that the problem... Immediately. Delvin comes, and the first thing that happens is... is they film a YouTube video. Well, we're driving in, and it took us actually four days to get here because I had just gotten out of the hospital, and we needed to step, stop several times. Well, sure. that upset Jen and Danielle. So the entire car ride, Mikey is on his phone, and he's like... He's on the phone. We're in the car. We're supposed to be bonding as a family. And his mind is elsewhere. Oh, and, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, of course, it's his girlfriend. But at the end of the day, it was, well, you need to come straight here. So we live in Santa Clarita. And we got in. It was, like, super late. And they wanted us to go past Santa Clarita to drop Mikey off at Daniel's house because she hadn't seen him in, what, a few days. And I'm like, no, this isn't happening. So then... They allowed for Mike, Mikey to get a pass, and we got to go home and go to sleep. But the deal was is that once we woke up, we had to come to her home, and we had to film a, uh, a YouTube video. For the record, that feels like coercion to me. Uh, however, I also experienced those moments in which, like, I had to go. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> and I don't think she was used to hearing me say that. I'm like, uh, no. Frankly, I'm not your bitch. I'm not going to Right. And I don't let my child get away with this. So when you're coming to me, no. No means no. But if you didn't want to lose Danielle's a girlfriend, Danielle's a client, you have to do, do exactly what, what do. they say or it's the end of the world. I don't negotiate with terrorists. N me neither. I'm sorry. And that is when I... Especially children. Yeah. Sorry. But listen, at the end of the day, I... Absolutely not. Just no. And I think that behavior that Danny exhibits comes from Jen not being an adequate parent and teaching their child discipline, restraint, manners, I don't know. And it's something that, like, she's used to walking all over Jen and getting exactly what she wants and does that in any relationship, not only personal but in business. And that's, Absolutely. That's a really toxic trait that is sad she was not, you know, better prepared for those moments. And I don't think she was prepared for all of, you know, for 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 all of this. I didn't I don't think she realized how much things were going to change. And then so we did show up the next day to do the YouTube video and you can actually go and see it on YouTube and it's my boyfriend's parents rate my outfits, Fashion Nova outfits Fashion or something. Nova outfits okay. And you can see Oh, she needed it for a brand deal. Yeah. Correct. So my face is very red in the um, video. You just traveled. Well, I just been in the hospital for two weeks and was on a morphine drip. Yeah. And really put, thought I was dying. Um, so I just, you know, I had no energy. But of course, at the end of the day, as parents, we do. You know, my Above mom always used to say that you get superhero strength when you become a parent, and I get it. You do because where it would have just been easy to lay in bed and be sick i couldn't i not like you couldn't and so we went and my husband had never really done this before he was super uncomfortable very awkward we got thrown into it he had no idea she was going to come out in like some of these outfits we were just like ridiculous it was like it was so uncomfortable and my husband you could tell his head's down he's uncomfortable i'm uncomfortable and you know, he's Samoan and his background, the girls in our family are very modest. And you oh. felt like you, you couldn't say anything. No, yeah. because this this is what we were doing. And it's a brand deal and you yeah. have no choice. It's $20,000. I need it done. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so get it done, Katie. Like, okay, Jen, we're doing it. How did you feel? Were you um, okay with her showing her body like that on social media? Um. No, I, I mean, we would get in arguments and stuff about it. But I, like, came to a point where I was just like, I can't Choose your battles? Again, because yeah. she's always right. Well, and Jen's always right. And right. Jen, you know, one of, I'll never Dude, that is, that is so crazy. Like, I, I'm really, like, thinking about, like, all, the, all this shit. And I'm like, there's never been a time where I've, like, tried to, like, pick a bone with her. And I've been right. <laughs> and I'm not, it's like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know I'm, you know what I'm saying? Well, I remember crazy. kind of bouncing around. I think, like, there have been moments when you guys have been at my events together, like the yacht trip, for example. I'm getting a call from Jen that Mikey's kicked out and needs to come get him now. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then oh, yeah, the next yeah. day, everything's fine again. And then, 
you call me, Danny's doing this, and I'm like, okay, this is not good behavior. So yeah. I know there has to be a moment in which you said this is enough, but I, you probably hit that well, moment was, much was... quicker. I was actually, you know, I, so, so Connor's mom was her assistant, and I remember there was a couple of times now that I'm aware of um, where Mikey, I guess, would pack certain things up in the car, and then I would, and then they would make up. So I was never made aware of that argument. Um, but there was a lot going on at this point that I didn't know. And I was checking in. I was doing all the right things as far as, I mean, I was doing what I could. I was asking questions. You know, we would talk about things. We would talk about his feelings, if he was happy, how things were going along. There were certain things that Jen was doing that I wasn't comfortable with. And I would tell Mikey, you're still a child. You don't need to be a yeah, grown like we, man we would, at this We would, point. like, go on trips and stuff and, like... Um, yeah, it just it just felt like like a married couple, and I was sixteen, you know. And if I said no, oh, if I said no, it I mean the roof would come caving down. Did you start to lose hope for Mikey? Absolutely, I think that my husband and I both did. Um, at the end, this last cycle, um, we were at a point where we couldn't go any further. We couldn't do any more. Um, it had sucked every ounce of everything out of my husband and I. We felt so lost without Mikey. We felt heartbroken, but we just felt like, what are we? What more can we do? Um, and then he was—he couldn't be any further away from us. We were in no. LA, and he was in Florida. It felt, it felt so far away, and I worried sick every single day. Um, you know, and did Jojo, I'm sure he had to feel powerless. Absolutely. Jojo had come back. He was really, you know, focusing in on his music and, you know, he's really in a great positive space right now, but we were missing a piece of our family and not that, you know, your kids can't grow up and have their own lives, but it, it's the way that <sighs> it went down. It's, it's the distance that was put in between our son and I, or our son and, you know, my, Your family. my, our family. Yeah. And how do you, I mean, why couldn't you get him back? Like, let's, let's, let's hit on that. Why could, why was it not just him? Was Mikey come home? There was just, um, did you feel that she was being overbearing? Did you rebel against that? Um, <clears throat> honestly, I just thought I was an adult. Like I could do whatever I wanted. I didn't have to listen to a parent anymore. He left two weeks before his seven, or two weeks 18, before his eighteenth birthday. He and just two left. Two weeks before my seventeenth birthday. Yeah, he did it two years in or a six seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. So he did it two years in a row, and I felt, I felt, I mean, again, we did it again when he left. We walked around our homes like zombies, soulless. Just we could barely even say hi to one another. Mm. Um, I think JoJo would keep in contact, but JoJo's such an, they're such amazing brothers to one another. They both really love each other. They, they don't breach each other's confidence. Um, That's important. It really is. And, and we try to respect that even though we were dying. We just want to know that Mikey was safe. We wanted to know, you know, there were always things that bothered me. So I would worry if he was eating. Um, he financially, he was fine, but Jen can very, be very controlling. I was, I was more than fine financially. And, but Jen can be controlling with that. And then sometimes she would put the kids in situations where she doesn't buy groceries for the house. And I know this sounds really God, silly. No, she does not. So there's nothing in the house, okay? She just expected me to starve to death, <laughs> yes. I guess. Right. And so I, knowing my son, he has, I think, a really fast metabolism and he may look little. But he likes to eat. So I would worry, like, if he got up at night and he wanted, like, a snack. I know these are silly things, but as a mom, you worry about everything. I worried about him being out on those jet skis. I worried about... Oh, God. Um, if he was wearing, you know, a, 
you know, I, I just worried about every, I worried about if he was wearing a seatbelt because there was basically, essentially, there's no rules with Jen. None. No, there, and yeah, no consequences. No consequences. No. That they can see. Correct. So I'm like, of course. And what, what kid wouldn't want to be in that situation? I'm not mad that that's, as a child, what he would want. And I was like, uh, uh, like, like, to be honest, Michael, I'm going to be so straight up with you. Last night, I looked at, you know, what was sent before today. And I looked at my mom and I said, what the fuck is this? I said, I really don't give a fuck what Danielle is doing anymore. Like, I was a kid. Like, I was literally a kid. Um, yeah. There's, there's like... Uh, from from a certain age to a certain age, your brain like mentally is developing, mm-hmm. and she got me right at the start of that. And based around trauma, a shared experience that you would attach to, like anyone, that's just like mm-hmm. psychology one hundred and one. Trauma can create weird circumstances mm-hmm. that change completely change your your train of thought and the way you, your mind works. Yeah, and I think it's probably hard to look outside of that, but you know. Did you feel in that moment, like, what stopped you from going back home? Did you feel guilty about what was happening to your family? Could you even recognize it? Did you think? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you know, you were there towards the end. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I nece- if I necessarily like came to you about it, but I was, it was me feeling like, you I know, could see if, it. if I if I go back to my family, like, and I was having this thought, like when I ran away because this time this time when I took off from my parents I knew I like didn't have to go back like I like I was just you know yeah um and so I knew that I could like like say anything and not have like consequences like you just said so um me talking about my parents on the internet like Oh, in my head, I'm like, oh, well, it's, and not only in my head, because it's also verbally being said to me, like, oh, what are they going to do? Like, they can't do anything. Oh, and I know Jen, I have heard her say those words. Like, they can't do anything. So, it, it was definitely, like, like when I, did you, you know, know, decided to go back, I was like, you know, I just hope for the best, kind of, with my, my family. Like, hopefully they, like, let me come back and you know we can figure things out how does that make you feel now hearing that i mean i think that we always kind of knew that that's what he was well of course we knew he'd come back he's i say that with such certainty because so you never would you say you lost trust in him ever absolutely 100 percent. but did i think that my son was (laughs) never coming back home no, I never, I never thought that. Was I heartbroken? Was I sure. shattered? Was I broken in so many ways? Absolutely, we all were. But I knew that he'd eventually be back because these behaviors that we were watching, you're, you, they don't just change overnight. Also, it was very different than our our lifestyle. And it I just knew in my heart that it would never last forever. Um, I didn't know how long it was going to go um, go on for. I But this last time that he left, I mean, he left two weeks before his 18th birthday, and I was told that Jen um, got his ticket um, for him under Mikey Archambault. So if the flight records were tracked, um, because can, you can he, check into a fight like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was a minor. You oh, don't. Minor, yeah. You don't need an idea. Because it was two weeks until he was eighteen. Um, that it wouldn't be. How did that noticed. make you feel? I, I mean, I want to kill her for it. Yeah, that, that's disgusting. At the she end of the essentially day, essentially kidnapped your son. Right. I mean, and this is not the first time. She also did the exact same thing when she took him to the hotel, and then hit him. I mean, and I have the receipt. I will give it to you so you can post it. One hundred percent. She paid for it. She hid my child. She, I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yes. Like there's, there's no. I'm not making this up. You can't make this stuff up. Would you say that you were? I mean, in my opinion, you were 100% brainwashed and indoctrinated into this world that you could not see past, and your son was stolen from you. In my opinion, do you? Would you both agree with that? Yes. Do you feel that he was brainwashed? 
Absolutely. He was completely brainwashed because he kept telling me I feel like things I, that I... I feel I, like even I know that. Like, I, Can like you, I, you like recognize I, that? Like I just said, yeah. Like, like I just said, like the whole like growing up mentally, like I feel like this past year, not even this past year, because even after I came back, I feel like for a few months I was still like... He um, was. He was I, still I was kind still, of cocky was, and... Yeah. But he, I, he has. He's right. He's grown up so much. I can see that. Every time like, I see you, you mature. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, being alone. Like I said, I was with her all the time. Um, so when when we did separate, like, like there would be times where I would think about her. Like now, this time, like yeah, for like the first month, I I would say I I thought about her and cried. Whatever. Yeah, you seemed upset but, in the beginning. Like I said now, like, I don't give a fuck what she's doing. Do you hold anger towards that situation? Or, or I'm sure you have so much anger against <clears throat> Jen, especially for doing... Here's the thing. People people have their assumptions about me, and that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Sure. Jen, I'm sure, has her opinions yeah, about me. And, you know what they you know, say about she's, opinions. Right, and she's made up this story, whatever. But at the end of the day, um, I... I have no ill feelings about Danielle Cohn. I don't talk poorly about Danielle Cohn. I me either. I just don't care. And actually, none of our family does. Um, my husband, my other son, you know, their cousins who now are out here that live with us. No one has anything negative to say about Danielle Cohn. As a matter of fact, we all wish her. Nothing but success and happiness and whatever it is that she wants. Um, I, I, I pray that she is able to achieve it. And I pray that she's able to heal from everything that she has gone through. Because there is going to be a time where she's going to recognize everything that's been done to her. And she is going to break. And I pray somebody is there to catch her when she falls. I told Hannah and Carlos earlier this week that... It scares me for that day. You know, I think there's like... I think it's coming. I, I said, I, I hope, even this, I hope that she does not think this is an attack on her because it not. is not. It is only meant to help her. And it it is so insane that Jen can do that to her own daughter and make her gaslight the fuck out of her. It is so insane and illegal, like, in my opinion, which is why I think these conversations need to happen. It's all and illegal. It's illegal. It, we read the law. It is illegal. But she is able to manipulate, manipulate the, system. the system to her benefit. Now, do I have ill feelings toward Jen? You're damn right I do. How could you not? If, if somebody goes out and murders your kid, are you going to – can you forgive them? Absolutely. Can, are you ever going to forget? Are you still going to, you know – you know, think kind thoughts about them? No. She tortured my child while my child was alive. And... Her own. And her own and several other children. Yes. I mean, I... We were at... Carlos and I were... While we were forced to stay out there, we went to somewhere for lunch. I could not sit across from her and pay for her meal while she treats her child like that. And Danny got pissed at me because I refused to sit at the table with her. And they're like, "Are, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you, Danny. I'm not mad at you. I'm literally trying to help you. Like, how can you sit here and let her do that to you and get mad at me for not... You want to know what pisses me off so much about this situation is her her family, other than Jen, is more than aware of what's going on. Matt is... Aware. Very aware. Aware. Because him and I had a conversation about it. I said, me is too. Jen okay to... Is she fit to mother? I've had a conversation with every single one of them. What did they tell down, you? Down to the to the grandpa, like um, the grandpa just he. I actually really do like him, um, but he um, he like just stays out of it. Like grandma is kind of uh, literally Jen, not kind of. She is literally Jen. So I've seen her. Oh, I guess her brothers, Matt's brother maybe. One of them came to Florida to get stuff and brought a kid over. Rich, and I was like, Rich. "Yes, okay." And I was like, "Are you also living off Danny?" They were paying him to move something, and I was like, "Every time Jen buys something, she's I'm spending this." Okay, it's not Jen's money; it's Danny's money. Oh, my favorite thing, can I please say, is last year when 
she turned 17, okay? And her post, her post was ridiculous um, about how she bought her daughter, you know, this Range Rover. And this is the thing that I don't get, Michael, is that I don't understand how you bought your daughter the Range Rover when you don't have a job. You know she took out a $100,000 PPP loan in her name that says she makes seven figures a year. Jen makes seven figures a year, according to her tax filing with the IRS, which I recently pulled. And that means this money is not protected. Absolutely not. And here's the other thing. The other thing that's you know really my mom obs- had to teach, like, tell Jen about taxes. I believe it. <laughs> I did. Well, that's the thing. I, I tried to. So like, I did try to leave with. Fuck, I did bro. always try to lead with a loving heart and try to teach before I made a judgment. Yeah. Right? Like, because not all of us were raised in situations that there was a day I didn't know about taxes. There was a day I yeah. didn't know about things. You know, I didn't get, you know, an instruction manual when I had my first child. I learned as I went along. And I make mistakes all the time. And I'm not perfect. I just will own up to them and say, yeah, I did that. Yeah. I it shouldn't have, but I did. Hell, yeah. That's part of growing up. And I just would advise her as far as things that I knew about and she, I would see, would be struggling with. And I would just say, you know, give her some advice. Now, whether or not she took it or not, that's completely up to her. And she always would say, well, Danny just gets, you know, Danny just does whatever she wants. Well, you're the parent, so you're allowing her to do whatever she wants. You know, you're allowing it. And not even allowing it, encouraging Encouraging it. it. Absolutely. And you are... Um, so one of the things that when the age thing came out, we actually tried to be very respectful about the situation because, again, I never wanted to hurt Danny. There was horrible things that were being said, um, horrible things. Well, and, and hitting on that, there was this pregnancy prank, right, that obviously as a couple was pretty popular on social media. Uh, was that Jen's idea? Was that Danny's idea? How did well, you the kids, feel? The kids had... So Mikey and her must have been talking about it. It was something yeah. that had been trending on um, on the internet. Obviously yeah. not to that degree. Right, right, right. And Mikey, I'll never forget, um, he asked us, and we were like, absolutely, hell no. Yeah. I asked them around, like, Christmas time. I was like, I was because, like, Danny and Jen were, like, talking about it in front of me, and, I, like, a big prank we could do. And I brought it up to my parents, like, oh, what do you think about doing a pregnancy prank? And this was back when we were in Seattle, too. And um, when my mom was sick, and she was like, hell no. My mom was like, never. She's like, you'll never do anything like that. And then, you know. And then the time went on, and things happened. And um, there was this big idea. at the end of the yeah, day, it was very. It was very like very, it was supposed to be like very orchestrated, like very, like a lot cleaner it, than it yeah, came out. It de- yeah, it did. I, I, and with all due respect, and very um, gen like execution, it did not turn out yeah, because like, the other I, thing. Basically, basically the idea got brought up. Jen got a hold of it and was like, "This is the way we're gonna do it." And then that's her way or no way. And know? at this point, we were really struggling with Mikey, mm-hmm. really struggling this with Mikey. Yeah, this is it. when this is when I'm like I'm like going on trips to Hawaii and missing my acting classes and my dancing classes. Like at this point, acting and dance is like out the window. And Danny's like, like you should just be an influencer. Like, I was gonna say, what's in your mind at this point? Is that your plan? Is you know, fuck it, I'm gonna go be an influencer and make it with Danny. An influencer to me, I'm sorry, but it's. Well, uh, and I, I it's mean, supposed to compliment whatever else that you're doing. It's not this lifelong journey. It contributes yes. nothing to the world. But, right. Um, like basically, like I just saw Danny like making like she was making money, and my my family is struggling. Right. We're living in a one bedroom apartment. Like, it's expensive to live in LA. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, you know, the easy route. Like, 
uh, just start doing promos and sound promos and really push out a lot of content on Instagram and whatever. Was Jen helping with that? Yeah, of course. Of course, and YouTube. she had her hands in. I, she's the one that actually started Mikey's YouTube. I was in yeah. Seattle. She created his YouTube channel. <laughs> she created it with Willie Tube. Um, he, I actually had said no <laughs> once again, and I went to Seattle for medical stuff and, um, and I'm like, what is this on the internet? And all they could talk about, nobody could give me an answer. All anybody could say was, but it got 2 million views, his first YouTube, oh my God, can you believe that? And I'm like, and it, this is this is Katie, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Who started his, who started this? Yeah, but like, again, my mom's sick. Like she, she doesn't even have the energy to like talk really. And so in your she, mind, what are you thinking? Are you like, this is what I want to do. This is going to work. I'm like, work. this is fucking sick. He, well, he's yeah. like, I just got two million views yeah. on my first. And, and I'm like, you know, I, every day I was and losing And Jen's control. over there like, oh, like, and now once you're, uh, or now that your account's monetized, like, if you were to get this many views again, like, this is the amount of profit you would, like, this is how much you would make. Everything with like, Jen is a number I, I, and a dollar amount. Yeah, um. So you also, think that was orchestrated for also money? this this last time Absolutely. around? Like Danny would get promos, right? And like I knew that everything that me and Danny did together was like viral, right? Right. Like potentially would go viral. Um so when Danny would get a promo and she would ask me to be in it, I would tell her no because I knew I know my worth. Like at the end of the day, like I know my worth and I'm not like, yeah, you're my girlfriend, but if if you're gonna profit off of it, then I should too. Like so you guys we are kind of we're mixed like, that yeah, line of business we're like, So yeah. I, I made okay, so when the when the YouTube was made, um we you know, we were normal live, living, but we were we had a one bedroom apartment in California. We had our home back home, we had bills everywhere, we had the kids, you know, um Cars. everything. It was it's expensive. Yeah. And um I said, when the YouTube started, I said, we don't want anything. I We didn't want anything from them. So whenever... So she was keeping any money, any income. Yeah, yes. she kept from all... From things you're both doing. Correct. Um, and then when Mikey started his YouTube, it wasn't the priority, but like he got to keep her like his money but well good um you know and then she would once in a while she'd be in like his videos or whatever which eventually stopped because at some point I don't know it, it just turned into it was just easier to let them do all the stuff on her page because Jen likes control that's how she feels powerful it's the money and we're just whatever at the end of the day if that's what you want that's what you want we thought Mikey's goals were different but he got sucked into that life mm -hmm. very easily and <laughs> That is, you know, kind of how it started. So yeah. I guess in this time, I mean, did you feel like you could escape? What made you go back home? Was it until Danny said, we're not together anymore? What was the, the moment that you said, I'm done with this? Um, <clears throat> it was really my friend Juju. Like, when Juju was out in Florida, <clears throat> Juju's a lot like me and likes... You know nice things um and he had come to me and he or he had come to me and told me he needed to talk to me and he pulled me into the room that he was staying in next to where you guys were staying in and he was like he was like he's like bro like if i'm being so honest with you bro this is not it i'm over here like like what do you mean like my mom has said this to me my brother my dad like you know, my grandparents, and he's just like, he's like, bro, you're like, not you anymore. Like, this is not the Mikey that I met a year ago. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what is that even supposed to mean? He's like, he's like, bro, they're, they're like, mentally fucking you. Like, I don't, he's like, I don't even think you realize it. And like, he's being funny and stuff too. Yeah. Like, he's like, um, like, not trying to scare me, but like, basically just told me like bro like you need to get the fuck out of this Danielle had said something that Mikey wasn't the same person without his family around when I was there living with her she um 
she actually went to her mom and said, I want Mikey to move back in with his parents. And I was all for it. Danny was all for it. And Matt was all for it. And Chad was all for it. But the one person that wasn't was Jen. I received a phone call when we weren't really talking very much from Mikey and Danielle at one point. He was so upset. And he said, give me Dustin's number right now. Dustin is her dad. dad. And Danny was upset and she was crying. It was it was like getting this horrible phone call, driving in the airport, got clients in the car, and here's my son now, like freaking out. I needed to call Dustin, um, and I'm like, "What's going on?" He's like, "We're driving to Dustin's right now." Well, basically, what happened was Danny got her ass beat by her mom, and I stepped in and pushed Jen mm. um, because what I was witnessing was abuse. But they never ended up getting to Dustin's house. How did Jen? know that now all of a sudden Mikey was reaching out to me. She knew that Mikey called me. Then she knew that Mikey called Dustin. So she's going to go into, she's going to activate now and make everything okay. I was literally telling Danny and Danny was like agreeing with me um, that she wanted to live with her dad and that I thought it was best for her to move in with her dad and we could figure out whatever we had going on later on in life. I find it, I find it like beyond me that like like people like really think that I like was with her for you know the benefits because I literally removed my entire family out of my life for that